0: Mike Broomhead, good morning. Where do you start the week? Uh, We start the week with the economy, and uh, I appreciate it. It's good to see you, Peter, as always. Good to be back with you, Mike Broomhead. Um, All right, so let's talk about the economy. We're going to start there. We're going to get into the election stuff. That's coming up in the next segment of the show, but I wanted to start with a couple of cool things. We talk about intentional being, I say this a lot, intentional giving, intentional growth, having a plan and and following through so that that plan gives you the result that you had hoped. It doesn't always work that way. Sometimes you have to adapt, but there are some intentional things that have been done, and I've been watching Arizona politics. Politics for a very, very long time—almost 28 years since that I've been here. Um, I I do my best to talk with people. I just had lunch recently with former Governor Fife Symington and listened to him talk about the days of Arizona when he was in office. um, Talking, I'm friends with uh, former Governor Jan Brewer. She's always a wealth of information and so much fun to hang out with. and so I try to keep up with not just what they were doing, but why in being stuck in a situation as Governor Brewer was with the economy in such a bad place with the recession. And then the state of Arizona realizing collectively that we were way too myopic or one dimensional in, in what we did with our economy. The Ducey administration intentionally set out to change that and did being more business friendly with our tax base. We are much better positioned to survive a recession, which we are barreling toward than uh, just about any other place in the country. And so that was all intentional. Well, this is, this is over at KTAR.com, and I hope you'll check it out. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey launches one-stop business portal for owners. This is a one of the top priorities for my administration. Is making Arizona the best place in the nation to do business. We've eliminated or improved burdensome regulations, lower taxes for more Arizonans to keep their hard-earned dollars, and created a top-rate business environment. Now, with this streamlined interagency process, starting a business in Arizona has never been easier. So there are a few things that have been done, and I want to start there. There's some bad news and some concerning things going on, but here. Here in Arizona, here are some of the things that have been done. It has been a revision of the tax base. There has been a reduction in regulation. But they've done a few other things as well that I think are just great ideas and the other parts of the country are following suit. One of them... Was licensing. Now, nobody wants to reduce um, qualifications. We want to keep our standards high. But if you are a, if you have a business license or a certificate to do business in another state and you've been in good standing with that license for a period of 12 months, one year, you can come to Arizona, use that license to go to work while you're going through the process of the qualifications. Now, this is something that was uh, done in the military because when military families train, training one person is enlisted, but the husband or wife that is not may have a job where they have a license, a massage therapist, a cosmetology, whatever. And then you have to go through the process of becoming certified here, which means you have to do something else, usually making a lot less money in order to qualify to apply your trade here. Well, this new system that was implemented a few years ago wipes that out. You can show that you have a license and good standing in another place and go to work in Arizona. That's not benefiting the rich. That's benefiting the work Class and the people here in Arizona that that are out there looking for those services. Go back further. Now I go. I've done this a few times, and I get people on the cosmetology board angry. But I guess I don't care that much. There is there are differences in the construction world. I can tell you that people in the field in the construction world, for the most part, there may be few exceptions. They are looking to get the building built the correct way and move on to the next project. So when you have, when I would deal with electrical inspectors, if they found something on a job site that wasn't up to code or a violation, unless it was a major violation, they redlined it, they took a red pen out and they wrote it on the plans and they said, all right, get it fixed, keep going, don't stop. I'm going to conditionally, you know let you go i'm going to check it when i come back next time so when they come back for the next inspection they go back to that that note they wrote on the plans they go and make sure you fixed it and on with the project you go so it doesn't slow it down the cosmetology board for a while and i don't know what it's like now it really seemed as if it was a power grab for no reason there was a silly story and if you're eating breakfast this is probably going to gross you out but i'll tell you a story about what happened you probably remember it out in the east valley there was a person that owned a salon, and they decided that what they were going to do was start a practice that's done in other places, and it's, it's gross. I just want you to know to me it's gross, but th- what they did was they would get bowls full of fish, little tiny fish, and the fish would exfoliate your feet. In other words, they would eat the dead skin off your feet. i am told you it's gross. I'm sorry to ruin your breakfast, but that was what they were doing. The cosmetology board came in after this woman had spent all of this money expanding her salon. They came in and shut her down because, I want you to think about this, because they weren't able to change the water after every treatment. So I always I thought, you know what's funny? I've been here for 28 years, and one of the things I used to do when I was younger that I loved doing was tubing the Salt River. Last time I saw, they never – Change the water in the Salt River. As a matter of fact, you can tube that river for how many miles? What, 20 miles or whatever it is in the summertime? Everybody pulls stereos and they pull coolers full of drinks. Well, you know what you don't see on the shores of the river? You don't see porta johns do you? You don't see bathrooms. So imagine that, holding it for all those hours. I mean, the, the idea that if, a, if, if a, I say women, I'm sorry, that it, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are men that do it too. You want to stick your feet in a bowl full of fish, that's on you. But again, this was the overregulation and the nonsense that business owners just trying to make a living had to go through. A lot of those attitudes have been changed. A lot of those practices have been changed. Now, some will say it was in the interest of safety and being um, you know, sanitary, and others would say, mind your own business. I would be one of those. Probably a pretty good chance you're never going to see me stick my feet in a bowl full of fish. But God bless those that want to. And no one is dropping standards, or, or but what they're doing is looking at things that are overregulated and saying, we want to be more business-friendly here in the state of Arizona. And we've done it. Now there is this clearinghouse where it is an interagency website, one-stop portal, where you can get a checklist of what it's going to take to legally open a business in Arizona and expedite the process. That's an amazing thing to do for someone that's starting a business for the first time. There are a lot of things that you don't necessarily remember or understand As you get moving forward, you may have a great idea, but you know the expense of attorneys and the expense of all these other things you have to do to get started. It gets expensive. Just getting an LLC, that paperwork. I had somebody else do the paperwork for me that she's terrific at it. That's what she does. And um, my friend Michelle did it for me. And it was um, to, to do those things. And have a clearinghouse is a great idea for Arizona businesses. Arizona is expected to add over 100,000 jobs. What's holding it back, what's holding our growth back a little bit is the price of housing. Not just the cost of buying a home, but renting. It's very high. And that's one of the things that stifles growth. Because you're spending all of the money you're making on the bare necessities. You don't have much of a discretionary income. And so they're trying to figure out how to do that. What you're going to have to do is have a workforce. You're going to have to have teams of people that are in, in the industry of building, and you're going to have to have government agencies that are willing to look at zoning issues and expedite those. No one's talking about compromising principles, but you have to be able to build, th- build things more quickly. The sheer expense for a land developer to, to develop a piece of land, the amount of time, the years it takes to clear zoning before you can put a shovel in the ground is huge if no one's ever seen what it takes to do that. You know, for us in the construction world, we get on the job site when the blueprints have been released and the permits have been issued. We go out there and we start digging and we get to work. But all of that time that's spent on the front end of that, all of the time behind the scenes with lawyers and, oh. It's a nightmare for them. It adds to the expense of the project. It adds to the cost of renting it or selling it, but it also the time it takes at a time when we don't have it, when we need those buildings as quickly as possible. Now, one of the things to watch today, and I'm anxious to see what happens because I don't know that the vote has happened yet, but there is a vote scheduled today for the railroad union. the members of the 12 railroad unions are voting on labor contracts. The process has been a wild ride so far. The two largest unions representing 62,000 engineers and conductors, or about half of the entire group, are set to announce a vote result today, and the health of the U.S. economy is hanging in the balance. If there is this rail strike, if we are at, with, all, with the supply chain issues we have gone through in this country, if we have this rail strike, if it starts, if it begins today, it is going to deepen deeply affect the United States economy. And it's something we better keep our eyes on. It is something that we better watch very, very closely. Coming up in a moment, we are going to talk about election denial and policy, because while one group is talking about a stolen election, whether you believe it's justified or not, there is another group that is planning for legislation in the coming year. So let's talk about both of those coming up in just one moment. Hey, happy Monday. Happy Thanksgiving week um, here from the Mike Broomhead Show. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got to talk election denial. There's a lot more information that is coming out from the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and from people that are saying the election in Maricop- Maricopa County should not be certified. Uh, this morning, Bill Gates was on Arizona's Morning News, and I want you to hear a little bit of what he had to say. And he talks about what we can't lose sight of, which I thought was well, this was one of the more interesting things that he said. It's your mom, it's your dad, it's your grandma, and we just can't lose – we can't lose our focus on that because that's what it's all about and making sure that every uh, legal vote gets counted. And I agree with him. You know, there's no doubt – there is no doubt mistakes happened, uh, big mistakes, and they're going to get to the bottom of them one way or another. There is a difference between an an intentional cover-up or a stolen election and – Mistakes being made that doesn't make it any easier. That doesn't mean it is any less bad. But the accusation of going after someone's character, this is what I don't understand, because everything in our country is about partisan politics. And so I understand when it's partisan in nature. I don't agree with it necessarily, but it's more understandable when you talk about a guy like a Bill Gates or I've I've mentioned Clinton Hickman a number of times because of what they did in the um, the primary process. And out at his home, um, these are people that have been known as very conservative Republicans for a long time. the uh, The county attorney's office run by Republicans, and the idea that you know the, the sheriff is a registered Democrat. I don't know where he stands in his personal politics, but he he won the election as a Democrat. But you would have to get such a group of people to be in on the scam for that to happen. And in a year like this, how could it possibly have happened? I don't expect people to be happy with the results. If I were um, somebody that was a, a Republican in in that race, and my race was very, very close, I would be furious as well. You know, the, the Abe Hamidays of, of the world, you know, Abe is lose, last I saw, I got to look again, it was well less than 1,000 votes, it was less than 800 votes that was separating him from Chris Mays. I would have real concerns about what happened on Election Day in Maricopa County. Is it feasible that 1,000 people weren't able to vote that day? But the bigger issue for me is where do we go next? That's the biggest issue for me. Here is an interesting story. Uh, Negotiate or bully Arizona's GOP lawmakers prepare to work with governor-elect Katie Hobbs. Um, It's interesting because getting into politics as heavily as I did or watching the political landscape in Arizona, I remember when Governor Napolitano was our governor. And she was a very liberal Democrat who actually was chosen by the Obama administration for a homeland security position, uh, which is why she left the governor's office and how Governor Jan Brewer became our governor. And it was a fascinating look at that time period because it was a much bigger majority of Republicans at the time and how that governor was able to navigate using the veto power that she had and other things to get a budget through that she wanted and to get the state in the direction on some issues that she wanted. So we know what that looks like when you have a mixed bag. Now, the Arizona state legislature, both the House and the Senate are controlled by Republicans, but it's only a one seat majority, which means that if you have a piece of legislation, if you're a Democrat and you've got some legislation, all you have to do is target some of the moderate Republicans that are in districts that are not heavily read on some key issues. And you actually could get some people to cross the aisle and get things passed through the House and the Senate that could get to the governor's desk. Also, this governor um, looking at Um, things that she would veto if they came to her desk that other, that a Republican governor might sign. She is also talked, saying that she's going to take a look at taking down the structures down on the border that have been put up in Yuma. She's going to look, take a hard look at some of these things, which is contrary to the direction the state has gone. If I were in leadership in the Republican Party, I would be focused on that. I would be focused on at a year that we were supposed to have a red wave, what was it that caused that not to happen? Now, if your conclusion is that the election was stolen, well, then that's where, that's where it ends with you. Then there is really no need to change what you do or how you do it in order to win elections if you believe they continue to be stolen. Then the answer is easy for you. The answer is we, uh, we did everything, but we, got, we did everything right. We got cheated. And there is a smaller and smaller number of people that believe that that's happening. And there is a growing number of independent voters that are being alienated. At some point, we have to look at things and say, we've got to do better. We do have to stop the mistakes. There's no doubt that printer issue that permeated Maricopa County was a nightmare and it should never have happened. And there, there should be a full and transparent investigation as to why. But here's where here's where it gets to alienate voters that don't agree with you to begin with, but completely alienates them. Here is more about Bill Gates talking about his situation. I'm not going to get into the details of this, but I'll put it this way. When the sheriff suggests that uh, I spend the night somewhere else, I do it. It is absolutely ludicrous. Now, I will tell you that there are a lot of people out there that do not believe the election, was, or do believe that the election was stolen. That hate violence. Those are the people that have to speak up right now. When you have people in leadership positions uh, in a party, this is where the party chair. This is where uh, Carrie Lake and her campaign. Um, they have got to speak out. In my opinion. They have to speak out against violence or threats of violence against anyone. Anger is one thing. Anger is justified. Anger is even good sometimes. It's good to be angry. Violence is never okay. Threats of violence against someone else because you disagree with them is not okay. And that's where I think they are losing so many people where Republicans in my, this is again, my opinion. I'm a, I've been a Republican my whole adult life is that I think on issues, I believe we have winning ideas on the issues. You look at the Arizona economy and how it's booming compared to other places in the country. Great ideas within the Republican Party on how to move an economy forward and have opportunity for everybody. There are great ideas that are being overshadowed by issues and anger. And if you don't look at that, 2024 is going to be another dismal year. And I just hope that we can do that. Doesn't mean you stop being angry. It means you stop handling it the way you are. In a moment, Gatos joins me. It's the Big Q poll question of the day, so please stick around for it. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers.
1: Good morning, Gatos. Happy Monday. How's it going? It's going well. It's Thanksgiving week, so I love this week. Beautiful. You working the next three days and then uh, eating some turkey? Yep. I'm off uh, Thursday, Friday. You know, I'm trying to picture your house, (laughs) and it kind of goes into my big queue, so I'm going to read it. Uh, The holidays are here. When do you decorate for Christmas? Okay. So I'm trying to think of the Broomhead House. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's my guess. Okay. I don't think you put up anything for Christmas. I think you put up a little tree. Okay. uh, You don't decorate much outside, and that's how your house looks. Am I wrong?
0: Um, Yes and no. So here's the deal. When I'm in town, Uh I go and I buy a real Christmas tree. Oh, you're a real Christmas tree guy. I buy a real tree, put it up in the house, in the window, so people can see it when the curtains are open. Um, And I decorate just out in the front. So you're partially right about that. In the front, I have uh, oleanders out front. We put lights in the oleanders. I put lights in the oleanders and hang them out front. But when I'm not, like this year, I'm going home for Christmas. I'm going back to Florida for Christmas. So I'm doing nothing. No tree, no decorations, no nothing.
1: uh, I'm going to be gone. Yeah. When do you decorate for Christmas? A- before Thanksgiving, mm. B, after Thanksgiving, C, bah Uh I was out uh, over the weekend. Uh, our neighbors, we go nuts. I yep. talked about this on the show. Yep. I mean, you can see... You can see the four or five houses where we live from space. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. There are thousands of lights. It's Clark Griswold. It's insane. We've got a 20 foot like uh, sand a uh, 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 snowman that we built. Uh, it's ridiculous. Don't you come,
0: don't you feel straight. guilty contributing to climate change by eating up all that electricity? You no, need to I, plant a tree or something. No, I'm not a. a no, I I no.
1: Good. No, good. good right it, answer. Who's that Greta Thunberg who Correct. always yells at me and stuff? No. Yeah, the I'm going to I'm going to eat meat. I'm going to turn my lights on when I don't need to. And uh, I'm not a big climate guy. I- I'm sure we could probably do better. Right. But I-, I don't care, to be honest with you. And I get a lot of crap for that. I don't really care.
0: So Man, you and I are you and a bad I are, person. You and I are agreeing on way too much recently. You you know? Know, that's because you're smart now. I'm with that's you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's because you're smart. That's uh, so all I've like, got to say.
0: Like so sharing the studio with you somehow your are smart is rubbing off on me. Yes, okay. yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Right. You 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 clearly are listening to my show and uh, things heating, are going well for you.
0: Heeding your advice. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a it's a great question. I, I like the question. My brother goes all out as well. They put yeah. up a they put Fun. up a, um, lights inside and outside the house. So it, it, they get crazy. They go. Yeah. My crazy. wife will
1: do probably Friday after Thanksgiving. She'll do inside, and I've been doing outside for the last couple of days. So
0: very cool. Well, and, I want to uh, post pictures. Post pictures online.
1: I don't want people to see where, what's going on. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't want to share that. No, I'll post a picture. I'll, I'll right. post a picture, and I'll hold up a sign that says, uh, a Broomhead 8 to noon. How about Perfect. that?
0: Perfect. Okay. Thanks, Gatos.
1: Sweet. See ya.
0: All right. The Big Q poll question today brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Coming up, we're going to talk about the dumbing down of education.